Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout Podcast, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now, your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, everyone, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangout. Today, we are hanging out with Jessica Gilbert from Alternative Path. She's one of the mums in our Homeopathy Hangout membership, and I'm so excited to have her on today. Welcome, Jess. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Eugenie. It's a pleasure to be on with you and something we've been talking about for far too long. Excellent. So let's jump straight in. Tell us how you got onto homeopathy. Well, it was a very interesting start. So my little miracle baby was born at 30 weeks and I'll give like literally the shortest run through of our journey. Um, and she was born with extensive brain damage. They said that she might not make it. Um, and if she did, that she'd be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life with cerebral palsy and most likely not have much of a quality of life. Um, and that walking and talking was something that wasn't even on the cards for her. Um, And from the minute that I saw her um, when she was born, I saw there was such a burning desire for her to fight. She was just on on this earth for such an incredible purpose. And I knew that I had to look at alternative ways to help her heal and help her recover. Um, And it wasn't until I started to really research like neuroplasticity and what that was about and how you can facilitate the body healing in natural ways, regardless of what sort of physical health complications you're dealing with or whether it be physical, genetic, it doesn't matter what it is. The body wants to heal if you facilitate it. Um, So I went and had a look at various different healing modalities um, and how I could help implementing them into our healing journey. And as I started to look at those, our journey got absolutely derailed by pharmaceuticals. I succumbed to the fear that that was the only way because that's what I was being told by medical professionals and that they literally frowned down on anything alternative and told me that the pharmaceutical route was the only way to go. And at that point in time, I derailed the natural path because she was in such a shocking place that I, I had no other option in that moment until I realized that the, the side effects were outweighing any benefit. And that's when I had no choice to really go hard and fast at some alternative um, therapies. And that's when I discovered homeopathy. And I will be honest with you, when I first discovered it, I discovered this guy that had it in a back room of his clinic and it was absolutely scary. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I can do homeopathy. It's too much for me. And then I found you, Eugenie. (laughs) And it was just a completely different experience. Like, honestly, I... I had someone first and foremost that was a mum that got it, that got the fears of parenthood, that got the realities of it and also had like-minded approaches on alternative healing and facilitating the body and doing what it's designed to do. And when I spoke to you as well, you just had that intuitive feeling of not just taking into consideration what the body was physically doing, but the emotional side. And that is really important for me when healing holistically. It's just looking at the mind, the body and the spirit and really collaborating all of those different components. Um, And when you do that, you support the mother. Like for me, it was just so great to be held in such a safe space for you to go, okay, so that's what's physically happening. But then how is she doing emotionally? Like, is she feeling vulnerable? Is she feeling this? And then it was you that helped me to connect some of the dots at the beginning and go, okay, I actually need to be looking at this in so many other ways, which is where you were able to support and help me with so many different amazing remedies. (laughs) 
Amazing. And you know, Jess, it was su- it's such a two-way street because I hadn't treated that many children with seizures, especially to the effect that your beautiful daughter was having them when I started treating you. So it felt for me like a two-way street because you are such a fierce, powerful mama and you stand up and fight for your daughter. And I would prescribe remedies for you and sometimes they would be a little bit in too high a potency and the seizures would initially increase before they would start to decrease. And you were never afraid to let me know, give me that feedback so that I could learn from your experience. And I felt like we were kind of helping each other along and learning from each other. And, you know, because of your business and you've been sending clients my way with some you know pretty severe health conditions which you have been helping them with lots of other alternative things but then sending them my way for the homeopathy side of it I feel so much more confident in treating children with seizures now but you were the one that actually gave me that feedback and said Mm. okay you know she's on this medication and that and the remedies has done this and so just you giving that feedback to me and us working as a team has just been brilliant so believe me I've you've been so helpful to me as well Bless you. I really appreciate it. And you raised really two important points for me then was that, for instance, when you're dealing with your child with health and things like that, when you're in the alternative health side of things, and I know it shouldn't be called alternative health, like ideally we'd love it to be the mainstream treatment, um, but you and people like yourself really facilitate the mum stepping back into power over their children. Like we know our children better than anyone. So being able to use these sort of modalities allows the mum to really go, okay, what does my child need? What do I feel my child needs? Rather than succumbing to the fear and kind of going, oh, well, the other medical professionals know what my child needs. And sometimes they don't. And most of the time they don't because they're only working off a textbook. And as we know that children are so diverse that obviously us as adults too, but especially children and due to all the environmental factors that are going on in the world, um, so many different things are changing. So we need to be changing with that. So meeting with people like yourself really gives women and mothers and families that power back to really treat them as they feel they need to be treated and to really trust their intuition again. So that is really, really something that Mm. really resonated with me and made me feel so much more inclined to do it because I try for instance specific remedies and go okay does this feel right does this sit with me and then I'd see the benefit as well so it was like reinforcing that mother that mother's intuition as well breaks my heart because you as a mother know your child better than any other person on this planet and so if you tune into that intuition of yours listen to your intuition and that's something that you're excellent at Jess and that's why I think you've had such amazing results with your daughter and why you're so good at helping other mothers get great success as well and I really respect you saying that because I even had a really ser- scary experience this week where I was in hospital and we haven't been in hospital for years, but my daughter had such a severe um, allergic reaction this week and it's just been an absolute nightmare of a week. And I went into the hospital and the hospital, I literally just went in to get them to check that her airways weren't going to be closing over or weren't in um, like a scary place with that. And they said, look, we've really got nothing together other than antihistamines. She can't have steroids because her heart almost stopped with them as a baby. Um, Just give her antihistamines, go home. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. There's absolutely nothing you can do other than just wait it out. And I sat there and I was like, there's actually a lot that you can do to facilitate the body. I'll be using my natural remedies and homeopathy. And he literally laughed in my face and was like, there is no way you're going to do it, do it with that. The only reason you'll be doing that is to make yourself feel better, but it's not going to be of any benefit. And I kid you not, 
you, Jeannie. I had a child that's eyes were swollen over this week that was in severe distress and it was breaking my heart and I had succumbed to so much emotional trauma and to some PTSD as well from seeing her like that again from, um, from a really young girl that all of my resources as a holistic healer as well just kind of took a back seat and it wasn't until I went and supported myself and this is the thing being able to use remedies is just so easy like for mums especially homeopathy is amazing for the whole family but for mums who can't find the time to begin with to put themselves as a priority all you have to do is literally just go get your remedy put two pillows in a lid and there you go and it's as simple as that to start that progression of supporting yourself. So being able to go and take some remedies to help me with the grief, the loss, the panic, so that I can balance myself to be a stable anchor for my daughter was just such an incredible tool to have at that time. And then once I had been able to balance myself and ground myself, put the trauma on the back burner for just a moment, I was then able to take a child that woke up in the morning still in severe rashes, eyes fully closed over, was just absolutely in so much discomfort, I went and used my natural remedies, my homeopathy, various other different bits and pieces. I did a juice cleanse and I supported her absolutely naturally, understanding and homeopathy really is so incredible for promoting, understanding more about the body. When you find the specifics of what's going in the body, you can fine tune and treat it better. So for instance, with pharmaceuticals, it's just a symptom management. It's just, okay, we've got a problem. Let's just get rid of the problem temporarily. Let's band-aid it. Symptom suppression. Exactly. Where homeopathy goes, okay, so why is this or other natural modalities? So why is this occurring in the body? So it wasn't just an allergic reaction to a mosquito bite. The liver was struggling drastically. So I needed to go in and support that. So you use the liver support through homeopathy. You use various different things. And in conjunction, the juice cleanse was just boosting that and allowing all these brilliant things to work in her body and I kid you not I've got photos you see a child just literally like it was powerful her face firstly went down and the swelling went down in her face and then you saw the core of her body and then it was just her limbs that had the hives and the flare-up and then you started to see that dissipate and I was just like this is the power of healing a body naturally and holistically rather than succumbing to, I just have to let my child sit in this uncomfortable place until the body rides it out. That doesn't need to happen. And Mm -hmm. again, with homeopathy, Mm -hmm. when you start to calm the nervous system and allow the nervous system to go into that parasympathetic nervous system, that rest and digest, which is what you use with homeopathy and natural remedies, the body can actually heal. The body can't heal as best as it can when it's in that sympathetic, that flight and fight mechanism. So there's so much that we could go on about for hours on this topic. But it's just, for me, it's just a fundamental. And sorry to keep rambling, but it leads me into my next topic is that everything I do with children all around the world to holistically help them, whether it be from damage by immunizations or other pharmaceuticals or conditions that their parents carried and weren't able to get hold of and treat before they conceived that the child's therefore taken on, they cannot heal and do everything that they need to do in their healing journey without homeopathy. So when I meet with my families and I chat with them over Zoom, I say to them like, so this is my plan. This is how we're going to facilitate your child's healing, but I cannot do my job without using homeopathy. So if we have to use one other branch, 
um, then I have to have the homeopath, which is yourself, Eugenie. You now beautifully support all of my children around the world. Um, and that is a tool that helps go in and does something so magical that helps with all those nanoparticles where stuff's binded so deeply in the body. And homeopathy is one of the most fabulous tools at bringing all of that out so the body and the child can really meet its real potential. I could listen to you all day, Jess. It just you blow my mind. <laughs> um, you. And you haven't even been using homeopathy that long, but to hear you speak, it's just really, um, really incredible. What you were saying about um, your daughter's rash going from the eyes going first and then the rest of the body, that's actually called Herring's Law of Cure. And it states that the body heals itself from the top to the bottom, from the inside out, and mm. from the oldest complaint, sorry, most recent complaint to the oldest complaint. So it's actually very typical mm -hmm. that it would heal from the top to the bottom. I wonder, are you able to share some homeopathic success stories with us? I know you've got a few, but if you want to pick out a couple of your favorites. Yep, I'm going to actually start with myself because we need to put our own oxygen mask on before we do our children's, and that's what I really advocate to families. So I used to have the most severe endometriosis, and I didn't really realize the severity of endometriosis. Like, I was a little girl with the most severe cramps, um, abdominal cramps. I used to get it complaced, like misplace it with um, gluten intolerance and bits and pieces like that. Um, and there was various different symptoms, like I had horrendous um, skin outbreaks and various different hormonal things. And I got put on the pill because that was the only thing that could help me regulate cycles, take away the severity of the, um, the cycles, etc. from a very young age. And then when I met yourself, I had just been to a gynecologist. I had just seen someone who said, okay, the only solution to endometriosis is to go and have surgery. We're going to put this rod inside your uterus and then that might help reduce some of it, but it won't completely get rid of it. And I was like, no, that doesn't sit with me at all. Um, so when I met yourself, Eugenie, you actually holistically backtracked and asked what childhood immunizations I'd had and various different things like that and could understand where the hormonal imbalance stemmed from so that I had a base platform to therefore go back on, have a look at and rectify. And I'm going to be so transparent. I haven't even been able to follow your script to the best of my ability, but the even the little bit that I have followed has completely... And I kid you not, has just taken away the intense severity of all my endometriosis. Like I would be every single month so crippled over with pain that I couldn't perform any duties. Like I, to the point, got so bad that I couldn't even talk. My head just scrambled. I couldn't move. I'd literally drag myself across my floor crying because I was in such severe pain. And now my homeopathy, literally, it's just as simple as just taking these little pillules. And even if I get like the slightest symptom of some of those PMS kind of symptoms, it's just taking those, um, those remedies that help to balance the hormones. And I kid you not, it's just like, I'll be honest, I have my time of the month now. And if I had this like a year ago, there's no way I'd be able to function. So that has literally changed my life in the most incredible way so that's one experience I have so um, my daughter so there's so many with my daughter you've helped her so much but for instance her tonsils and I know this is a big one for mamas out there the ENT said that she would have to have her tonsils removed because they were too large um, and that they were going to be causing issues in the sleep apnea the snoring etc etc and I said to the uh, when I spoke to you I said to the 
ENT, I'll, I'll be using homeopathy to try and reduce the size of her tonsils first. And if not, then I'll come back and chat with you. He literally laughed. He was like, if you could use homeopathy to reduce the tonsil size, I wouldn't have a job. I said, ha ha, watch me. So I did. I reduced her tonsils with your amazing remedy, which subsequently also helped her development, which is beautiful, like win-win. Um, and I went back to the ENT and he goes, oh yeah, so she doesn't need surgery anymore. And I just sat there and I was like, I don't want to say I told you so, I'll sit here with pride, but thank you. My child doesn't need surgery anymore. Um, so that in itself, Amazing. another massive homeopathy win. Um, there's so many that I could explain, but just like another simplistic one, like just really simple and acute is I used to get really bad cold sores and with a little one who has seizures and other things, her getting one used to freak me out. I'd always be like really conscious. And as a mum, you just constantly mm -hmm. touch. And the homeopathy remedy for cold sores, literally I had the bump that came up and it literally started to like surface as a bump. I literally <laughs> maybe used a whole bottle and my Coswell was literally just like gone. Like the bump just completely went away. And she's and very affectionate as well. Hey, like she likes, oh. she likes to be all over you. Like she's such an affectionate little girl. So I can imagine how, yeah. you know, conscious you must have been. Yeah. So that was just Amazing. game changer. I was just, didn't have to deal with a cold mm -hmm. for a week or two weeks like I normally would. Amazing. Um, so you are so confident with using your homeopathics now, Jess, and uh, what what sort of things do you feel has helped build your confidence? Because like you said, when you start out with homeopathy, it can seem a little bit overwhelming because there are thousands mm -hmm. of different remedies and we don't just say, um, okay, you've got hay fever, use this remedy to suppress the mm. symptoms. It's, you know, it's not like pharmaceutical medication where you're suppressing all the symptoms. You're actually trying to find out more about what's going on with a person to have manifested these symptoms so mm -hmm. you know initially it can seem like such a minefield and so scary so what things have you used to build yourself up to this amazing level of confidence where you're at now what what advice can you give to mothers who are thinking about starting with homeopathy but maybe feel a little bit overwhelmed yep so a couple of few things that were really useful first and foremost was your course that you um, you do that allow mothers to get into your membership and things like that. That was just awesome to understand like the fundamentals of homeopathy because when you're using a different modality, you have to kind of understand why and parents, when they take that course, they can just understand as much as they want or as little as they like. So just the simplistic thing of like, here's like, that sort of, sort of basis. Um, and then having the support group was really awesome to know that if you're struggling and that you have no idea in the heat of the moment, you can't get out a guidebook, you can't use your resources you just literally put your hand up in that group you say okay guys these are my symptoms what do I do and I guarantee you there's someone always on there no matter what time of day or night um, and then the amazing thing is that if you don't have it someone else has it and they just give it to you and then you replace it like it's just this it's like an underworld of just magic where you're all just there to help each other and you'll find a remedy that works and if that one doesn't work straight away okay here's another one and someone's got it for you um so that takes the overwhelm it's like you don't have to worry that you don't have all the remedies you can start super super low and just have a few i've built up like so many and it's actually a great way when you don't have a remedy that you need because someone else will give it to you and then you have it for next time and you go, oh, I never knew I needed a whitetail mix, for instance, but now I have it. Um, and then you can help support another person. So for me, it's just that community base that 
we're not treating our children on our own mm. anymore. We're not dealing with sickness alone anymore. That when you enter homeopathy, but not just homeopathy in general, your world of homeopathy, which you've managed to reach so many people now, is that you're not doing homeopathy on your own. So you don't have to worry if you don't know how to use it to begin with, or you don't know what remedy to use. Someone else will until you go, ah, okay, so this really worked. And then I'm gonna use that again next time. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, Jess, can you also tell us a little bit more about the types of clients that you work with and a little bit more about the work that you do? Yes. So I actually work with children with additional needs. And I say additional needs because I really don't like the word special needs or disabilities or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Because a child and a person wants to be healed and you can do so many things to the human body. Like I'm not promising or guaranteeing anything, but you can most certainly improve the situation that you're in. So having these additional needs, I really love to work with children with that. In specific though, I deal with quite complex cases with children with epilepsy. Um, but I love holistic healing because these are symptoms. Your epilepsy, your seizures aren't a problem. Like they're not the actual problem. They're a symptom in the body of something deeper. So for me, when I have these complex kitties come to me, it's like a problem solving game for me. So I've got to go, okay, so what's going on deep in the body? Um, but I've really, really made focus on lately is really working on mothers um, and, and fathers. So working on parents healing themselves in order to heal their children. So I've been doing a lot on parent healing programs in specific to ch parents that have had children with additional needs, complications at birth, ADHD, concentration, eczema, those sort of things. Um, and then also facilitating um, a low-tox education too. So looking at what we have in our homes, what we have in our environments and how they're detrimental to our health. And when we start to be consciously aware of them, what we can do about it. And for instance, homeopathy comes in again for me because I literally took my whole pharmaceutical range and products and literally just tossed it and replaced it with homeopathy as my quick fixes. So for instance, you've got a headache, I've got X remedy. If for instance, we've got like a cold coming on quickly, I've got this particular remedy. So in terms of that, it was just such an easy swap out. It's like, okay, like your Panadols, your Nurofens, all of those sort of things, I just replace with homeopathy. So they're the sort of um, the people that I really love to support most. Mm -hmm. Yes. I have to admit, I didn't know that about that part about your, um, your healing that you do is focusing on the parents. And that is something that is not talked about enough. And Amy mm. Lansky, who actually was on our very first podcast, um, her son was healed from autism using homeopathy. She's an ex-NASA scientist mm. and now, you know, homeopathic educator and author and everything else. But um, she said that part of their journey on why her son was healed from autism was because their family really looked at their own dynamics. They looked at their own healing mm. journey it's not just that child that needs to heal it's the whole family that needs to heal Absolutely. so what you're doing is actually very unique and not enough people are doing that and I hope that other healers and uh, therapists and practitioners will listen to this and go okay yep that's a part of the puzzle that maybe I haven't looked at let's look at the mm. parents well-being you know mental emotional physical spiritual let's help heal the parents let's help heal the other members and the family and then as a family really come to the space of Absolutely. healing and health so that's wonderful and there's two like really important parts um, of the same conscious mm -hmm. of time yep sorry 
there was two really important parts to what you said. Like, for instance, ADHD in itself, so many families, if they have a look at the parents and the parents' lifestyle and the parents' dynamic, like my child, for instance, I used to worry when she was little that she had, and I hate labels, but like it's just kind of like something that the child's dealing with at that time until you can really help support it. So I used to think when she was really little that she had that, but then it wasn't until I took a real good, hard look at myself and went, I'm constantly running around, I'm constantly moving. Do I sit down while I eat? Do I set the role model and the the base of what I want my daughter to be following and mimicking? Because if I'm not doing these things and she's not, I'm looking at her and everyone's scrutinizing, okay, she can't concentrate, she can't sit down while she eats. But that's because I had to take a good look at myself. Um, and absolutely what you were saying about we need to look at parents as well. This is what I focus on is because we pass on so much to our kids physically through health conditions, but also emotionally and through trauma. So the children that we're treating aren't just treating their own lifespan's worth of things. They're dealing with their parents, their grandparents and the following generations. So that's why it's so important to treat this so holistically. Mm, absolutely. Um, and I feel like... Uh, you and your daughter are just, you know, that you're such shining lights and such shining beacons of hope for other families that are going through what you guys are going through. Can you maybe give us a little bit more of a rundown of your daughter's journey? You know, where she's, where she was, where she's at now. Um, yeah, and just, you know, what what's helped you along the, along the way. And and any families listening to this with children with complex um, health concerns, some advice that you have for them. Sure. So just as a quick summary, because obviously I could go on for hours about her journey. But like I said at the beginning, she was told that she'd never walk or talk and be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life. Every single scan and piece of paper, like if, if I went and took her for an EEG now, it says that she has abnormal brain activity. And when every medical professional looks at her paper and looks at her tests, it shows a child that should be in a wheelchair with CP because of the severity of what's going on in her brain. This is the beauty of neuroplasticity. I don't want her her brain to be like any other person's brain. I don't want it to be like a structurally normal brain. I'm not working for normal. I'm working for different, unique, amazing, miraculous. This is what we have to really facilitate is let go of that old measure of what normal is and create your own new amazingness. So my beautiful girl is absolutely skyrocketing. She's talking, she's walking, she's running. She has the best life. She came here to teach me such wonderful lessons and what I'm able to do with her journey of showing families and children what is possible and so often and it kills me like I really want to let you guys know imagine having a blindfold and it's really fascinating this comes forth because of healer that I'm using at the moment for us as well um he really gave me this as well it's just he said that her spirit um guide came forth with a blindfold over her eyes and imagine having a child with additional needs and essentially that's what it's like when they can't talk their lights are on and everything can be working they can be thinking it but because the expressive language isn't there it means that they can't tell you their feeling or thinking so we need to really nurture and support that and teach them that we get it, we feel it, and communicate in a, in a different means to then explode different methods of communication. So that's what I've really done with my daughter is I've gone in and I've gone, okay, baby, I feel you, I connect with you, I've got that beautiful spiritual connection which we all have with our kids if we want it. 
Um, and we have to remember as mothers, these little people were part of us. So we are part of them and that never ever goes away. Um, so being able to really facilitate that base of there's so much there to work with and to bring out in a child or a person and especially children, their brains are so vulnerable, but in a scary way and a beautiful way. We've got to be careful with their brain, but we also have the power to rewire it. We have the power to make things happen, but that can't happen unless there's so many different components going together. And I could not have given my daughter the life that I have given her if I didn't take a hard look at myself. If I didn't dive into the depths of spirituality that I did, if I wasn't a single mum. So every single thing that has happened in my journey has happened for the most beautiful purpose. I, being a single mum, had to spend so much time on my own struggling alone that I had that self-inquiry process to understand why. Why is this happening to her and why is this happening to me? And then doing something about it rather than playing victim to my story. So that's what I really like to shine out to parents is because any parent with a child with additional needs is a light worker. We are put on this earth to shine light out to every single person and to teach them things that they would never, ever, ever fathom unless they had been through that experience. And until we get past that traumatic experience for ourselves, we don't get to reach that potential of the beautiful side of it. And we do live in a very scary world. That's the reality of it. So it's taking the reality, you can either turn your head and ignore it, or you can open and understand what's going on, but then create magic from it. And being able to understand some of the corruption, some of the horribleness that goes on, and why our children end up with the things they do, I've been aware of it, but now I can understand that because I've seen it from such a raw perspective with my daughter. And now I get to make such a difference. I get to help not only my daughter, but what I do and why I do it is because if I know what I've done with my daughter and I've taken her from a prognosis of disability, maybe not making it, um, being in a wheelchair, and not just once, I had that prognosis given three separate occasions, um, taking that and completely changing it, I would be at such an in-service if I sat here with all this knowledge and all of this mm. experience and not helped all these beautiful children. Mm. You are making such a difference, Jess, because when your clients come to me after they've already had their consultation with you and start already started on their journey with you, then down the track they'll come and see me and they'll just rave about you and how much hope you've given <laughs> them. And because you've been there and done that and still going through that, I can, I can understand what they're doing. Um, you know, you really are such a ray of light to them and such a beacon of hope. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but Christmas time, you sent me a Christmas card of your daughter and her yes. little Christmas outfit <laughs> with the biggest smile on her face. It was so beautiful. And it's up in my clinic and me and my staff look at it every day. She keeps us going. You know, she's, like, she's just such an amazing little girl. Um, as you were saying all this, I was thinking to myself, you have to be writing a book about all this. I'm going to say this publicly on the podcast so that there's lots and lots of pressure on you. <laughs> You're going to have to write a book. And uh, I know that you are starting a podcast, so I'm going to put you on the spot. And we're going to talk about um, all of that as well. And um, But just before we finish up and, we, and you give people all the places that they can find you and how they can interact with you, tell me about your top three remedies and why. 
Okay, I'm gonna be like really intuitive with it because like if I think about it, I'll be like, I have no idea. Sapia comes to mind because like what I go through all the time is just like, whole. Oh, I'm gonna be so real, like excuse my language, just like a holy shit sometimes. I'm just like, where do I begin? What do I do? And Sapia just comes in and just goes, ha. Ah. It's like such a calming mm, remedy for it really hormones. Does. And just, yeah. Um, my next go-to, probably the immune tonic, to be honest with you, just having something so simplistic and easy to just really work with her immune system and my own, just to ensure that we don't fall hard with illness is so awesome. Um, so that's probably my second and third, what would I, to be honest with you, um, it's not a common, sorry, I had to make sure I couldn't hear Sienna. It's not a common one for most people. It's a prescription only one, but the hypothalamus, that's got to be like a real, like, I I've thought got you might say in, that. It's been a goodie. Mm, I've got such an intuitive feeling with that with Sienna, especially like for you when you work with children, my children that come to you with epilepsy. It's just such a fundamental remedy for epilepsy. So, yeah, that's probably my third mm. go to. It has been such a such an amazing remedy. Um, I've only very recently started to use. Well, I mean, the last six months or so, started using that remedy, and now it's like a mainstay. And it was only once I did mm. some professional development with a very well-known UK homeopath, Hilary Dorian, who has uh, done some mentoring for me as well in the past, and um, just discovered, you know, the hypothalamus and the action it has on the brain, and then this remedy made from that, and how you know it can help mm. with such a huge variety of different things. But it's um, with our little clients with seizures definitely has been a remedy that's helped a lot hey absolutely so how do people get hold of you how do they find out more about you and so my yeah. business is called the alternative path and just as a really quick summary the reason I've called it that is because that's what Sienna and I had to do we had to take the alternative path so um for anyone that is wanting to take the alternative path what's currently they've been doing isn't serving them anymore and they want something else that's where they can find me um and i have instagram so it's just literally at the alternative path um facebook literally just the alternative path my podcast is called it starts within which i've called it that because literally it does it starts with us as parents and then allows us to heal our children um so those are the main ones my i do have a website for those that want to find my parent healing programs mm -hmm. my low tox online course um, so that's www.thealternativepath, but it's .shop. So that's my few little places to find me. Well, we'll have the, all the details that you've mentioned in the show notes so that people can just click on the link and find you nice and easy. But um, Jess, it has been so lovely to speak with you. Your daughter's had a lovely sleep while we've been doing this, so we've been very lucky to <laughs> squeeze it all in. Um, thank know. you so much for your time, and I know that we'll be in touch for many years to Definitely. come. Thank you so much for having me on here, Jenny.